Hello everybody and welcome back to an all new yet quite sickly episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Everybody, uh, there are some things to cover this week, and I really probably should have done a rerun episode. But if you know me, you know that I really hate doing that, and I, I really didn't want to do that. I really didn't want to. So here I am, albeit probably, I can't tell right now how long I can go for this, but maybe it's going to be uh, a shorter one. But I'm sick, man. S I Q Q Q Q Q. Um, you know, it's a shameful sort of like curse when you have a nice day or a nice evening with somebody and then the next day you're just sick as a dog. Um, my friend Moritz came over, uh, not even that long ago, just a few nights ago. We had a great game night together, playing, having fun, had to cut it a little early, but that happens sometimes. And then overnight and into the next day, I slowly fell apart, uh, like a mummy's curse coming to life because someone read from the forbidden book. Like, I was so sick yesterday, so sick yesterday, that it was unbelievable. Um, stupidly, and probably by the time you hear this, I will have already done it, but stupidly, by, by the time of this recording, I have not yet tested for COVID, but I will, so leave me alone, stop it, I hear you through the other side of this to go do that. It's funny that I don't even connect those dots anymore. Like I get, I mean, people get sick so much right now, but it's like a combination of things. Because also, and I spoke about this with my friend Julian today, but I feel like September through November is just, or like the beginning of September getting into November um, is just this cesspool of bacteria. In Munich especially because you have Oktoberfest and you have schools being back in like full session. So you have like seasonal changes. So you've got like seasonal depression, which is one thing. And then you've got congestion, stuffy nose, sore throat, Germans throwing on their, their shawl, their, their scarf, and they're drinking their tea, their koita tea and their fresh air. And, um, you know, you've got that as one aspect of it. And then on the other side, you've got schools being back in. So, you know, September starts up and all the schools start and all the kitas start and kindergartens and whatnot. And all these kids are slobbering back and forth, all their spit and pee and poo-poo hands and shared toys and stuff back and forth all over like a weird Italian B-film orgy or something like uh, probably not the best metaphor to use for that, but just, you know, they share a lot of germs and it's, and then they bring those germs home and then everyone gets those germs and then goes out and sees their boss or their friend. And then they have those germs too. I don't know a single friend who's had kids in the last like five or 10 years that hasn't just like kind of always been a little sick. <laughs> My friend Tim, especially like he's just kind of always sick him or his wife, they just kind of have to deal with it. Um, and then on top of that, Wiesen, of course, like September into October, you have Oktoberfest. And man, ain't that just a big old shit show on its own. First off, forget COVID. Oktoberfest on its own is just this, this 
disgusting, like, like, <laughs> like mucusy, vomity. I mean, there's so many videos of people just raunching out their entire, like every single thing they've ever known or heard in their life coming out in the physical form of like sloppy vomit. It's so nasty. Um, so many people throwing up. There's worse than that. I mean, I've seen photos and videos of, pe of people like, you know, stomping out of a tent way too drunk, of course, with like brown stains, you know. I mean, it's like, I'd say like 75% of the time, maybe even 80% of the time, Oktoberfest is a good party and it's a good time. And usually you go with your own friends and everyone knows their limits. And yeah, maybe one or two of you goes a little far, but you know, you're all in the end, like looking out for each other and you have some fun, you have some food. You know, I feel so old now because when I go, my first thing is, well, I'd better find some food first so I can put a little, you know, a little um, barrier in my stomach before I have my, before I have any alcohol. Like that's me at 32, you know, my, <laughs> I'm already thinking like, well, I should probably have a little sandwich, maybe some fries, uh, something, just something to sort of like settle in the bottom of my stomach to kind of protect, you know, just a, a little, a little cushioning, you know, for, for my alcohol, as opposed to me like 10 years ago. You know, maybe finally eating food, but at like three in the morning and guzzling down like two double XL pepperoni Domino's pizzas or something. I'm not saying that that's the right way. I'm just saying it's funny how things, how, what, like the mature choices come naturally sometimes. Like I probably would have thought someone saying that a few years ago would be so lame, but now it's, it's instinct. It's like, oh no, I, but I, I, we should eat something first. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> I guess because the hangovers get so, so much worse too. But, uh, yeah, besides all that, yeah, like Toberfest, there's so many germs and, and people, you know, and then if you do add COVID in the end of that, because we took it out earlier, you know, then you do add COVID. And when you add that, then you've got like probably a lot of people who have it, who don't know they have it, who think it's a hangover, who come in from out of the country, who fill up in these, you know, they fill up these tents that are full of, you know, tens of thousands of just thousands, thousands, thousands of people. Um, somebody's got it. Someone shares it. Someone sloshes a beer. Everyone's cheersing, standing on tables, slipping in pee. Like it's just a whole thing. So that's why, that's why kids, the explanation I'm trying to get to is that this time of the year is just a lot of ways to get sick. So I'm not sure which way it came from. Maybe it's COVID. I'll test for that soon today. But um, I don't know. I got super mega sick and uh, I'm a little bit better today. I mean, hence I am capable of being able to record uh, something for you. Um, but yes, before this, um, man, unbelievable. Yesterday I was so feverish. It was, I, And I wore like three layers of things just all day and into the night. It was this weird thing of like I had so many layers on that I would occasionally feel very hot and sweaty, but I had this weird chill in my skin that the moment I even thought about taking off that layer, I got so cold. And it was it's so unfair. Like, I hate that feverish chill feeling. Like, you have damp, pale, like, sweaty, cold, goosebump, goosebump skin. But, so you add a bunch of layers, but then you're hot. And I remember like the worst fever I ever had. Thank God it broke too. It broke in the craziest way. But I remember 
Um, I was home alone in my old apartment for one weekend, for one reason or another. It's been a long time since I've had that pleasure. And I was, uh, yeah, I was home and it was, I was really sick. I got really sick and I, I felt kind of, I felt like it was so unfair. I finally had a weekend to myself and I had plans to maybe see some friends or maybe go out drinking or go to a party or something, but I just couldn't do anything. I just had this crazy, unbelievable, like mind melting fever. And then my uh, occasional collaborator in the music business here, David Reichelt, sent me a message and he was like, hey man, so I know this is short notice, but there's an opportunity for like, I'm going to put a song on this compilation uh, that's being, um, that will include music from Hans Zimmer. So there will be a lot of classical music fanatics and uh, film score fanatics who will listen to this compilation they want me to be a part of that because he's he's a composer as well or he is a yeah like like Hans Zimmer he's also a composer and um he's like they're gonna put me on it I'm gonna like write something for this huge choir called the world choir of peace I think and um he's like we need lyrics we need English lyrics and um I was so hallucinating really like spinning out of control I was sitting on this sofa I had like I really like 10 layers, like blankets upon blankets, shirts, hoodies, jackets. I was losing my mind. I really probably should have even considered going to the hospital. Like I'm, I think that was January, 2019. I know that's oddly specific, but I'm pretty sure it was. Um, yeah, it must've been. Was it January, 2020? No, I think it was January, 2019. Maybe. I don't know, but I feel that feels right. Anyway, I guess I can just look when that thing released, but the point is that he hired me to, to do the lyrics. And, I, and my first thought when I was that sick was, um, well, cool. You know, I, I of course, I want to be involved. It'd be awesome to uh, have my work also, like have my name somehow connected to Hans Zimmer in some way. Um, of course, it's unpaid because everything's unpaid. <laughs> and uh, I was like, all right, let's do it, though. Uh, I was like, can I, can I, how long do I have? Do I have like two weeks or, or what? And he was like, oh, no, I have to turn something in in like the next 36 to 48 hours. <laughs> ah! And I was so mad. I was so mad. Why would you involve me so late? You know that I'm going to do this. You know that I want to be involved. You know that my ego and my pride is going to forbid me from letting some idiot write less than beautiful text for some project that will be featured next to Hans Zimmer, you douchebag. I say this because he doesn't listen to this, but also I love him and I still work with him and uh, it's he's a goofy dude, but I was, so, I was also sick. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, it's fine. That stuff happens all the time. But <laughs> I was just like, why God, why would he ask me now? <laughs> And uh, funny enough, so just to wrap this up, I went to my bedroom, which was like my office, and I sat at my desk and I was so sick, like no joke, so sick that I was like hallucinating and I didn't have the right, I didn't really have like any medication. I was completely by myself. All the, like there, I had nothing on, there's no TV on or anything. Like I didn't, I had to try and focus and I was just kind of like sp sitting in this chair. Imagine like E.T. when he's in the, the bicycle basket, just like covered, like with this blanket over my head, sweating but freezing. And he sent me the song 
and uh, it sounded very uh, biblical and like grand, like grand, you know, this like huge, like earth ending apocalyptic life and soul meet beyond the veil kind of track. And something sparked and I ended up writing what I can only just in my most like honest opinion say is probably the best work I have ever done in my entire life. <laughs> like sometimes I still, there's an old notebook around here somewhere. Sometimes I'll go back and find that text or I'll see it online and just go like, man, how did I do that? I wrote this insane story in the in the prose of like an old poem from the 18th century or something. It's like a guy, I mean, I'm proud of it. I'm really proud of it. And it's funny because I don't think I've ever really matched anything before or since. But um, yeah, anyway, it's this, it's a, it's a romance story that takes place in the, in the deep bowels of hell. But like this kind of oil painting hell, like when you go into a huge museum and you see these like 30 feet by 60 feet oil paintings uh, of like a depiction of, of uh, Christ times or, or hell or heaven or something. It's just like oil and, and, and canvas and like, the way the people are depicted it's that's kind of what the imagery like that i had in mind and boy oh boy uh, i'm pretty happy with it song is called uh wandering soul like i wander around wandering soul uh world choir of peace david reichelt i don't think i don't think the text or the uh, that sounds so german i don't think the lyrics are available on spotify let me do a quick little look see here in case you wanted to read them, I oh, but they are on my website for sure. That's right. Let me just see here if they are on Spotify. Um, Wandering Soul, David, right? Yes. There's the song. Good streams. Nice. Can I see any info about this? Um, is there any info here? No, I reckon not. I'm not even mentioned, but I mean, that's okay. That's a Brahms, like a thing with Brahms, World Choir for Peace, David Reichelt, Nicole Matt. Two minutes, 30 seconds. Released May 2020. So I guess it was January 2020. Yeah, I knew it was a January because I had always been convinced that that was COVID, but it wasn't. It couldn't have been. But May 2020, this came out. And so, and I knew it was shortly after. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, God, this is a long story. The lyrics are on my website, jordanprincetunes.com, if you want to read them and listen to the song. But point is, wrote that like crazy piece. And then I sat back down on my sofa. I kind of did it in a short time period too. Like in my, my memory, it's less than an hour. And then I went and sat back on my sofa, pretty unsure if what I had done made any sense really. And then all of a sudden, the, the fever broke like a waterfall, dude. You can't, like, that feeling is so crazy when you're really sickly from fever, like sick, chills, sweating, and then it breaks with this, just this, like, like that crazy sound, like this, the sweat that ran over me. Lord have mercy on me. I mean, it was just like water fall. Um, yeah, and I, I broke, I took all the layers off and had to change clothes. I had just, I had left like a sweat stain 
Like I had like through the blankets. It was so crazy. And I put everything in the wash, put on some fresh clothes and just immediately felt like a thousand times better. Like I was still sick and like sickly, but I could eat again and I could watch something without getting headachey and um, crazy. So this wasn't that bad, but <laughs> what a long story just to be like, well, it wasn't that bad. But um, yeah, I definitely felt really sick yesterday. Like, I, I feel like I just never get that sick. I mean, it sounds like such a bogus thing to say, but I feel like I'm kind of, I'm generally pretty sniffly. I'm a sniffly, sneezy, snotty kind of guy. Like I usually have like very congestive evenings. I usually have like, I mean, just a TMI here. I'm usually like picking my nose pretty bad in the mornings. A lot of like dry skin buildup from like just dry. I have just, just like, I have such bad, dry, like boogery. I mean, this is, must just be lovely entertainment for you, but it's just, I get bad, bad nostrils, bad snot. So usually very congested, very happy when I have moments of like, oh, you hear that? Oh, so happy when I have moments like this. I actually sit and cherish them as if like, you know, like, um, what do you call it when they're like, be in the moment, be in the moment. Um, oh man, what's that thing? Like, it's like a self therapy, like, Oh, um, mindfulness. It's like a mindfulness technique for me. When I have a clean, when I have a clean nostril, I, uh, I really am very mindful of it. Very aware of it. It, it does not escape. It doesn't escape my nose. <laughs> anyway. So I was sick today. I'm a little better, but I still feel, weird and obviously my head's not totally there but there are some interesting things to fill you guys in about and i'm wondering probably probably i should leave the most exciting thing for last um yeah because the other things aren't as big one of them is you know i guess i told you guys that i started working with an agency recently i don't know if i maybe i didn't mm. i don't remember I basically go into like a um, like a stage of um, what do you call it? I basically go into a stream of consciousness when I do this podcast. I mean, I don't know if you guys, none of you have ever really seen me do this before, but when I do my solo podcasts, I am literally looking at a wall, <laughs> uh, and it just helps me to be able to keep uh, my thoughts kind of rolling, even if there's shows like today where they sound insane. Um, but I, yeah, started working with an agency, this influencer agency. Um, we decided on like a three month, um, like probation period, I guess you'd call it like a trial, like a trial period. And, um, we're gonna see how things go, but they just, um, kind of just brokered really like my first, uh, deal. Um, so we'll see how things go. It was an interest. It was like kind of a tricky, uh, scenario, scenario, scenario with this uh, particular deal because it was a company that I'd worked with before and we're trying to build this relationship. So you kind of have to come to an agreement like, okay, well, maybe we don't ask for a lot of money so that when we get to like a long-term agreement, you can, you know, have a partnership that maybe it's not like as hot of a request for each individual video, but you're thinking like, oh, but it's a guaranteed 10 videos. So if you get like a little bit less money, you're still getting 10 videos. So it's still more money, blah, blah, blah. So they just brokered a deal, but it's not more money than I would have made alone yet. 
but it's like a test for a long-term contract. So they did just like kind of agree to something. And I think what just helps me is that I didn't have to negotiate it myself. However, since they're taking a percentage of everything that they negotiate, for this to be the first one, I'm, you know, let's just keep, let's see how things go. Um, they're still, they're very nice people. And what I, I think what I really like, for, besides the fact that they just kind of handle it for me, it's, for me, it's almost at this point, even if the money isn't better, which it should be pretty soon, but um, even if the money wasn't better, I would just kind of be happy that I don't have to do the negotiating business part and the creative part. Like, thankfully, I can just kind of focus on the creative part now. Um, but what I also like is that they pitch things to me. Like, they came to me pretty funny. Uh, let me show you. Let me pull this up here. Pretty funny. They, oh, they sent me like, okay, here's this thing from this company that we locked. Uh, you are also invited to two different concerts uh, of German rappers slash singers. <laughs> so there's two acts. Of course, I have no idea. Ooh. Sorry. Of course, we have. N I have no idea who these people are. Uh, there's one act um, that's in, you are cordially invited and are welcome to take with you a plus one for an unforgettable evening. If you feel like it, please send your address and your size. We'd like to send you a package beforehand. And the travel expenses will not be covered. Well, I'd rather you travel cover my travel expenses than send me some hat or a shirt or something. You can shoot content with numerous creators and artists on site. See, now for me, that's kind of a turnoff. Um, if an artist wants me to go to a show, um, I don't, like, I'm not lured in by the idea of, like, creating content with other creators. That's just, like, I'm not an influencer. Like, I just don't, that's... I, this is the weird thing is like I'm in this world that I'm just not a part like I'm I'm roped into the world that I'm not a part of you know what I mean like I don't go I don't do lifestyle things I don't go to restaurants I'm not the idiot from Barstool Dave or Dick or Dale or Earl or whatever this guy who's like well give a one bite rating uh, we know take a bite of the pizza one out of ten oh this place freaking sucks uh, Long Island you know and then I'm not the Keith Lee like, Keith Lee's a great Keith Lee is a great, kind, um, humble, very giving food critic. But that's what he is. He's a food critic. And he's like lifestyle food, blah, blah, blah. And like he he's an, he influences people to try restaurants, to try food trucks, to try delivery options. Like he says, I got this food. This person recommended it. Here's how much it cost. His editing is funny. Like he's obviously a funny guy. He tries food. If he doesn't like it, he tells you exactly why. If he does like it, it's food. It's food criticism. So it's not not rocket science. But he's great at it. And that's that's why he's an influencer. He's not an his videos are entertaining, but his job is to influence people to go to restaurants. I just make jokes uh, about Germany. Like I don't get how I mean I would say that I'm doing comedy. Like I'm a musician. But I do comedy also, and my comedy is doing well. So I don't get why, how those things aren't separated anymore. It's not that I'm unhappy about that. I'm very grateful for this. It's cool that to be invited to things and that people are to be desired in some places. Like, I don't know who these artists are, but I, I looked them up. Some of them, are, you know, one of them or two of them is pretty big. Um, and it's cool that they're like, oh, Jordan Prince, like, let's get him in here. And, you know, obviously for the exchange of me, taking you know taking videos 
or whatever while I'm there, Instagram stories tagging, then like that's that's par for the course. Again, though, I'm not like I'm not an influencer. So, I mean, it's understandable that like the of course, my payment to them is to be like the you know, to be the, the guy who takes the photos or whatever, but I don't know. I, I don't even know if this, if this shit is even, if that makes any sense. Maybe I'm just sounding like a, maybe I'm sounding ungrateful. That's not how I mean to sound. Um, this other artist though, I looked them up, pretty big singer, pretty big tour coming up. And, uh, I think it would be kind of fun to go also because their pitch isn't like, oh, you're a content creator. Come create content with these old blah, 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 blah. It's just like, Hey, I'm playing a show. Be great if you're coming by. You can come. You can come with a plus one. If you it's like, if you post something, please tag this. I'm like, that's cool. Gotcha. No problem. Can do. Um, let's see here. And yeah, I'm gonna check that one. Um, right. So that's yeah. That's the kind of the first update, first deal, kind of brokered, getting invited to some shows for some 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 artists. Um. <laughs> And there's, oh, there's a cool uh, merch update. So this is a, I wish I had like a sound, hold on. <laughs> um, let me pull up something real quick. Oh, no, no, not that. Oh, maybe, is this maybe what I'm looking for? Let me see, this would be so stupid if this is what I'm looking for. <laughs> That's not what I'm looking for. No. I guess that's. Ugh, that's terrible. Now, these are not what I. Anyway, I wanted to have like a. Because, um. <laughs> um. Because I have a merch update from Level, from the sock company that I am making a merch with. So I have been in cooperations with this sock company, Level. Now I can talk about it a bit, at least on here. I'm probably not going to post any videos about it until it's ready to go. But I, um, you know, I, I did like the coffee that sold out that did well. Then from the coffee, the design for the coffee we used for stickers, the stickers did very well. Um, the stickers um, have sold out uh, like many times over so I have like an excess that's always at home and it's always nice to get new orders and just toss those into the mailbox and so that's always really cool and those stickers we can you know use for a multitude, multitude of different things so um, for self-promotion and adding into things with other merch purchases but now it's time to move on to something bigger and more bold and uh, I've had the request for a long time now from a lot of people online to make merch using uh, a word that my character uh, on my videos has mocked quite a lot, uh, and that is the word sport. Um, ich mag sport. Ich bin sportlich. Um, so the way that I do it for fun is obviously sport in German is still spelled like the English sport, S-P-O-R-T. But as a joke in my t in my text, and usually when I, you know, I caught on that people liked it more and more. I saw that some comments were spelling it this way, so I started spelling it this way too to kind of, you know, show the viewers that I'm I'm picking up what they're throwing down, that sort of thing. Um, I am gonna do. I'm working with Level, which is a, a, a European athletic socks 
company. And we are going to make athletic sport socks. Uh, might have mentioned that on here before. It feels like a reveal. Forgive me, I'm very sick. Um, and I got my first uh, mock-up designs in today. Um, I got six versions. I believe I have my two favorite already. Uh, I think I even have just like my 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 ultimate favorite. Um, it's probably going to be between option four and five, which I, you can't see and I don't want to show you just yet. Um, but it's very cool. And the socks are very high quality. Um, let me tell you a little bit about these socks. Let me just take a little step out of this email and... Okay, no, no, this is old. I'm looking for the first email from this lady. The first email from this lady. Where is the first? Okay, so she wrote me because she likes the videos. And um, we And yes. I'm looking for the stuff where she told me like. So they're based in Spain. Let's see. She lived in Frankfurt for five years. This woman I'm talking to from from Level uh, likes the videos from Spain or in. She's in Spain. I don't know if she's from Spain. Maybe, probably, uh, or oh, maybe she's German. Maybe she's German and now she's living in Spain. She talked about having a big culture shock from Germany. They started doing custom and branded socks for companies and sports teams. It came to her mind that we could do one using sport. And this was back in July. We first started writing. Um, yes, I talked about the spelling and everything. And she said, let's see, da, 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 manufacturing. So, oh, so they're made completely in Spain. This is what I was looking for. They're made completely in Spain. So it doesn't come from super far away. And the factories are held to high European standards. The main thing to note is our socks have reinforced soles to cushion the impact of the foot strike, very athletic lingo there, and a medium level of compression to keep them pulled straight, whatever you're doing. They were created as athletic socks, but most people wear them for leisure wear too, which is great. So that's exactly how I feel about it. I've, I've worn a lot of athletic socks for leisure purposes. And, um, you know, sometimes it's just cozy to look fresh. That's the whole Nike. There's a whole SNL sketch about like women wearing Nike leggings just around the house eating chips. It's just part of it. So uh, there's a couple of options here that I just love. And uh, I'm gonna basically... Make a decision here pretty soon on what to go forward with. It's a sound of me taking a screenshot there. I don't know if you heard that. And um, yeah, then we're going to go forward and, and, and get some ready. And the most important thing um, is getting these ready and printed and delivered just in time for. And now get on, get your, get your, get your, but, but, but hold on to, hold on to something now. But bunt up those draws and panties because you're gonna gonna need to buckle up and hold on to your bootstraps, cowboy. Because here comes a big, big juicy announcement. By the time this airs, I 
will have confirmed uh, my first live show in a very long time. Uh, it's a live show, and um, unless something changes, unless there's like, unless the venue sells out uh, and we need to extend it or make an extra night or move venues or something, unless, 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 uh, as of now, it will be at my old, my old stomping grounds, the Milla Club here in Munich, Saturday, January 13th, 2024. Now that gives us some time. Uh, you're hearing this and, you know, you're going to have to double check. I'm not sure if by the time this airs, if I will have everything online and announced properly. Probably not. So this is, again, this is something I love about the podcast is like you guys will always hear everything first. Like I can always talk about everything on here with you guys first because um, it's, you know, it's like a smaller, more passionate group of people who, you know, want to know about what's really going on like in my life outside of these videos. And... That's what's happening. We're going to have a, uh, I'm, I'm building basically a, an hour-ish of, you know, comedy, some some character stuff, some music. Um, it's going to be a whole variety show. There's a lot of ideas in the works, a lot of things to be hashed out. Um, and yeah, live show, Mila, January 13, Jordan Prince. So um, probably by next week, it will be officially announced. And in that case, I'll put the link uh, to get your tickets online um, in the show notes, but it's not going to be there today. It's not there now, so don't worry. Um, as of the, what is it, the day? As of the 12th, I guess this comes out the 12th. So as of the 12th, it won't be announced, but um, it probably will be the next, like on the 19th or the 20th or whatever. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Very scared, very nervous, very... Very scared. I mean, I don't even know how else to say it. I'm just very, very nervous um, about doing, not not about doing a show in general, but I'm very nervous about doing a show that involves like stand-up and comedy and variety and crowd work and some games and like a whole thing. Like my goal is that people go into this show and they leave having experienced like a variety of things. Like I want people to go in there and they have, you know, heard an emotional thing but also like a funny story and then like there's a great joke and then they you know like all these I want just like a whole mix of like juicy juicy things to take place so that there's a like a whole I mean my brain is so fuzzy right now but basically I want people to go in there and have a funny story and then like a, an emotional thing and then like hear something like a joke and then like be engaged with something and then like oh and I need an audience member to you know to be a part of this kind of game that we're going to do and there's a segment and then there's like I'm going to try and have some things on a projector that like, you know, it's a whole thing. I don't want to spoil too much. Honestly, I can't spoil too much anyway because I, I'm still building it. So we're going to see how that goes and see how it works. But that's the big things, everybody. Um, I'm sick as a dog and I'm probably going to wrap it up here. But I wanted to say uh, thank you for listening and I love you. And, um, you know, like and subscribe and share and comment, guys. I cannot tell you enough how much that helps me. On any of the videos that you like, especially here on this podcast, if you like what you hear, if you enjoy spending time with me, please like, share, subscribe. Also, um, I have a little tiny little itsy bitsy update here. I am working on something new uh, with an American producer 
here. Um, for those who might remember, there was a producer who reached out to me back in March or something when I was back in the States, this American producer living in uh, Cologne. And he came back to me and I told him that, you know, the idea that he and I had is going in a different direction. So maybe we have to think about a different path, but we, we, we like each other. We want to work together. Um, and I think we might be going into a, I mean, there's no promises, but this is just brainstorming, but we might be going into a podcast direction, which might mean that either there's going to be a bigger expansion of artsy fartsy, which might mean there's some funding, uh, maybe with a sponsor, maybe in like a nice studio with a couple of nice cameras. Then you're going to have like video podcasts every week that you can watch clips. You can see on every channel. The thing is, I'm still running all these channels alone, like the artsy fartsy channels, um, that's why those are so slow because I have to pay so much attention to my own channels that when it comes time to like post clips or whatever or make segments for artsy, I'm just so behind because I just can't, I just don't have the time to find, you know, if I had a producer sitting there and like, you know, chopping, like hitting this little notes button every time there was a, like a fun topic or a great joke or an interesting segment or a great opinion, um, you can just trim up to those things and make like, oh, this is a great 30 second clip. This is a great 40 second clip. But I have to go back, like I zone out in the conversations because I'm so, I have to be so present that I have to go back and listen to them again and be like, oh, right, they said that thing about, you know, whatever, German journalism. Like that would be interesting. And they have to try and find it. And I'm just like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling to find it. And then, oh, that was interesting, but it's too long. I can't really cut this up. It's like five minutes or, or vice versa, too short. Um, so what we might have is a, a new podcast thing with our friend, um, this producer and, you know, that might be an extension of Artsy. It might be a whole new show. It might be a totally unrelated show, which would not mean that Artsy would stop. It would just be a different thing. So I'm going to keep you updated. It might be that next year is a very busy year for your boy. Uh, we're going to have some new sport, athletic socks. Uh, going to have a live show in January. That might be kicking off a whole tour. Let's see how things go with that. And... Uh, yeah, let's see how things go with the agency. Let's see how things go with this uh, producer guy. If we get some more, uh, if we get some ideas together, what the show can be like and how to expand on it, then it's going to be pretty cool. I think we had some, we had a good uh, Zoom session a couple days ago before I got dog ass sick. So should be pretty fun. Um, yeah, anyway, like, share, subscribe, everything like that, guys. I know you hate to hear it and I hate to say it, but it's just part of the game and it really helps me a lot. So thank you so much for that. And God bless you all. Stay healthy and I'll be back next week. Saints are coming through And it's all over now Baby Blue Artsy Farsi Immigrants Ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider Produziert für M94.5